Father of heaven, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we magnify you this morning. We lift you up above any other name, O God. We bow down only to you, O God. Father, as we are sitting in your place of holiness this morning, O Lord, we give you all the glory that you deserve. We give you our praises and our worship in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day, O Lord. The day that you have made, O Lord Jesus. And we shall indeed rejoice in it, O God. We thank you for the gift of life this morning, O God. We thank you for the gift of salvation, O Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your love, for your mercy, for your compassion. We thank you that we are alive today, O God. Father, to proclaim your gospel and to profess your holy name, O Jesus. Father, we pray this morning that, O Lord Jesus, that you will touch our hearts, O God, that our hearts, O God, will be the good soil that is needed, O God, for your word to grow until we come to the full knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, O God. Father, we thank you for this opportunity you have afforded us, O God, to share your word. Father, we know what the Bible says that by each and every believer that repents, that accepts Jesus, that is saved, oh God, there is a party that goes on in heaven. The angels are rejoicing, oh Lord. Father, we thank you for the gift of salvation. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Well, uh, let me take this time. Um, yet again to, 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 to salute each and every one of you, wherever you are in the world. We know things are changing, times are changing indeed, seasons are changing indeed. We just, you know, I'm in South Africa and something that, that, that baffles me um, over the weekend, that baffles me over the weekend is that um, uh, there is a new variant of COVID-19. Um, apparently, and <laughs> the whole world has, has, has shut us down in South Africa. But we can look, you know, we, we only pray to God, you know, we only pray for protection of God, you know. Uh, so, as believers, as, as children of God, please study the word, you know, especially as you pray. Read Psalm 91 you know, for protection for everything. You must know that God will protect those who believe and who have faith in Him. And He will indeed. Well, we are not there today, but we are starting a new, a new mini series. We are starting a new mini series, a new mini series. Today, brothers and sisters, we are looking at the origin of evil. But I did not introduce myself as usual. I am a latter-day preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Okay. As I was saying that we are starting a new series today, and it is titled The Origin of Evil. We are going to be looking at that. We are going to be looking at the origin of evil. It is a many-series series 
necessary so we are going to be looking at that um, uh, from today until um, uh, Thursday or Friday depends where we end it praise mighty Jesus hope that you are well wherever you are brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus let us begin let us begin so the existence of evil in the universe is a mystery that still baffles the minds of mankind. So the reason for being that the creator of all things is not evil, but is good, righteous, and holy. So in all he is and does, the question arises therefore as to why did a good, omnipotent God allow evil to evade his universe? So concerning the mystery of evil, we must answer several questions. Concerning the mystery of evil, we must answer several questions. So these are the subtitles to the four-part mini-series that we are having. So for instance, firstly, these questions are, what is evil? Two, where and when did evil originate? Three, why did God allow evil into, the, into his universe? For how will evil be overcome and destroyed? So we have to answer all these questions. We have to look at these questions because these questions are very imperative. So for example, today we are looking at the question that says, what is evil? That is what we are looking at today. Praise mighty Jesus. What is evil? So our subtitle today is called, what is evil? We are looking at that. So we are answering the question that is what is evil today? Praise God. So the, so the, the answer to the question is evil is the opposite of good. Everybody knows this. Evil is the opposite of good. Therefore, to know what is evil, we first need to know what is good. For instance, when we are born, praise God, we are born good. When you come from your from your mother's womb, you come out good. You are innocent. You know, no, 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 no one is born a serial killer. No, no one is born a rapist. No, no one is born. No, you know, uh, uh, perhaps let me say just say that um, a drug addict. No one. Praise God. But I want us to to to, to go further because I want us to reveal something here. So we said that evil is the opposite of good. Therefore, to know what is evil, um, we first need to know what is good. Therefore, perfection, so the perfection of goodness is only to be found in the nature of God. That is perfection of goodness is only to be found in the nature of God Almighty. That is perfect. So what am I, what am I talking about when I talk about the perfection and of goodness of, of God that is only that is, that is only found in him him being God praise God I'm talking about love because the Bible says God is love so the Bible I'm talking about light because it says God is love God is light and he is light so these is essential attributes of God make him to be righteous love light and life these are the attributes that make God to be righteous, holy, and good. 
read 1st John chapter 4 verse 8 the Bible says God is love in other words when you are looking for the definition of love you don't have to go to a, to a dictionary or an Oxford dictionary but go praise God go to God because he is what defines love there is no other better or greater definition of love than God so God is love and we have seen his love being demonstrated praise God we have seen his love being demonstrated especially to us who, who call themselves born again Christians so we have seen his love by allowing his only begotten son to die to carry our burdens praise God to carry our shame to carry our poverty to carry our humiliation praise God we were supposed to die we were the ones who were sinners because in Jesus there is no sin. He is blameless. He is pure. He is holy. He is God. He is the Son of God. In Him there is no sin, but He became sin. That is what the Bible says. He became sin so that you and me can be saved by His blood. So His blood became the atonement that we needed to be saved. So He if that is not the demonstration of love, then I don't know what is love. But to me, it seems there is no greater demonstration of love than that. So that is why we say, God is love. So 1 John chapter 4, verse 8 says, God is love. So, and then in 1 John um, chapter 1, verse 5, it says, God is light. So we know the opposite of light. When we say that God is light, we know that the opposite of light is darkness. So in Him, praise God, there is no darkness. That is what the Bible said. Only light. Only light. Only light. Only light. That is in God. Only light. He is love. He is light. For instance, for instance, as, as, you, as you well know as a believer, that when you were living in sin, the Bible says you were in darkness. A sinner is in darkness. A sinner is in darkness because who represents sin is the prince of this world, the devil. So the devil represents sin. So in, in the devil, there is no light. It's only darkness. So when you live in sin, praise God, when you live in sin, in sexual immorality, when you are a serial killer, when you are a murderer, when you do all these sins, praise God, when you commit all, you are living in darkness. Praise God. So now that we are in Christ, we are no longer children of darkness, but we are of the light. Praise God. Because now we have been saved, saved by the grace of Jesus. So now we are living in the light because we are the children of God. In us, there is no darkness. Hallelujah. So that is... Um, First John chapter 1 verse 5 says that God is light. So First John chapter 5 verse 12 says this is the true God and eternal life. So we will we're talking these are the attributes of God. Right? These are the attributes of God when we talk about. So we talked about God who is love. Praise God. And we've talked about God who is light. Now we are talking about this is the true God and eternal life. 
eternal life. That is why we say that accept Jesus Christ today as your Lord and Savior and receive eternal life because eternal life is found in Jesus. Praise God because he is the mediator. The Bible calls him the chief apostle. Praise God. The Bible calls him our mediator. He is the author and finisher of our faith. And we cannot go to God without him. We have to go to God because he has to remain in him and us in him. I have to remain in him and he will remain in me. That is what the Bible says. So without Christ, there is no salvation. Make no mistake. Without Christ, there is no eternal life. Praise God. Praise God. He is the reason why today I have hope of salvation. Because he died for me so that I will have that. So that I will become a her. So that I will become a her and inherit the things of God. Hallelujah. Praise my Jesus. And inherit the things of God. And without him, there is no salvation. Without him, there is no me going to heaven. Right? So he is the eternal life. That is what we are talking about here. Praise God. So Psalm 145, verse 17 says, The Lord Yahweh is righteous in all his ways and holy. Now, I want you to notice the, the, the word righteous. He is righteous. So he is holy in all his works. In other words, this says that, you know, in him there is no evil, no darkness, nothing. Praise God. Nothing. But God is is an example of perfection. He is perfect. He is blameless. In him there is no sin. In him there is no blemish. He is holy. He is pure. He is God. So the Lord Yahweh, the Lord Yahweh God, so he is perfect. So that is what the Bible says in Psalm 145, 17. So the Lord Yahweh, the Lord Yahweh God merciful and gracious long-suffering, abundant in goodness and in truth. We are talking about, we are answering the question and say, what is evil? And we have answered there at the top that evil is the opposite of good. Everybody knows this. Evil is the opposite of good. Anything that opposes God is evil. Anything that opposes God is evil. And we know that only the devil opposes God. So in Exodus 34 verse 6, so God, the Bible says God is eternal. Therefore God's goodness is eternal. So his goodness in other words endures forever. The goodness of the Lord. He is, he has eternal life. He is the eternal life. Now that is God. Praise God. So that means that therefore those who die in Christ will never taste death. Praise God. But they have inherited eternal life. Hallelujah. So evil is the opposite of good. Therefore, its nature is the opposite of love, light, and, and, and life. So when you look at love, the opposite of love is hate. So if person does not love, he hates. Right? So, the opposite of light, now we are talking about the attributes of God, which are love, light, and life. So, the opposite of light 
darkness. You know, where there is no light, there is darkness. Where there is no God, there is the devil. Right? So we're talking about the life. So when you're talking about life, the opposite of life is death. Right? So we say that when you are living in sin, when you do not know Christ, when you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, that you are condemned, you are living in condemnation. That means that if you died in that state, because you are already dead, when you are in sin, the Bible says you are condemned, you are living in condemnation, you are dead already, you are a dead man walking. So if, you, if it happens that you die in that state of sin, then the Bible is very clear on this You will never see the eternal life of God. But you are going into eternal condemnation. That is where you are going. That is where you are going. Hell is, is a place that is created for such people. People who reject the true word of God. People who reject the Son of God, Jesus. People who reject the God that we serve. Hallelujah. So hell is a place that is made for them. Because if you want to go to heaven, you go by Jesus Christ. Accept him as Lord and Savior. Accept him by as Lord and Savior so that you will be delivered from darkness, from sin, or from the spell of the devil and brought into the eternal light of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So the nature of evil is malevolence, darkness, death. That is the nature of evil. In evil, there is no light. There is only darkness. There is only malevolence. There is only death. Praise God. So these are the attributes of the devil. Malevolence, darkness, and death. These are the attributes of sinners. Praise God. These are the attributes of sinners. Hallelujah. These are the attributes of sinners. So these attributes are firstly spiritual but are manifested physically to produce either good or evil thoughts, words, and deeds. Evil begins to manifest itself from the evil hearts of mankind due to the fall of our forebears, Adam and Eve. That is where sin came from, 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 from the garden of Eden. Praise God. And now men became helpless sinners. It is only through Jesus Christ that we are able to fight off the desires of the flesh because it is the flesh that leads men to sin. Praise God. So for that, for, for, for that seed of sin to be uprooted in your life, in your heart, you need Jesus, nothing else. You need Jesus for your sin to be Otherwise, you are a helpless sinner. So, the, it is said that these attributes are firstly spiritual, but we are manifest, they are manifested physically to produce either good or evil thoughts, words and deeds. So, evil begins to manifest itself from the evil hearts of mankind due to the fall of our forebears, Adam and Eve. So, when, uh, uh, let me just make an example. You know, of a child or a person who has been um, uh, uh, abused. You know.
know we, today we have serial killers, right? We have people with anger problems. But you must understand, no one is born with anger. You know, this anger comes from somewhere. If you trace his history or sit down with him and ask him, you will realize that where his anger comes from, praise God, you will realize that it comes from his childhood, the treatment that he got is either on the society that he grew up in or in the household that he grew up in. So we have people that are called serial killers, people perhaps who, who hate men or who hate women. If you sit them down, you will realize that something bad was done to them by a woman. Maybe his mother um, gave birth to him and left him somewhere in a rubbish bin or in a toilet or doors of the church maybe left him so he was raised you know and and through he, he was raised for example by, by, by other people perhaps he through him growing up he experienced uh, abuse and that made him to hate uh, you know women because of what his mother put him through because you would think that you know if my mother had raised me I wouldn't be this poor, I wouldn't been abused this much in my life. So that 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 hate emanates from that. So that hate that hate grows. It's it is in your heart. It dwells in your heart. It grows. It consumes you. It consumes you until one day you it explodes and it manifests into the physical. Then you begin to kill women. You begin to target women because you hate women because of your mother. So evil starts somewhere praise God like the seed started in the garden of 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 Eve so before that you know Adam and Adam was was created to be a perfect divine human being who know no sin praise God who was perfect in the eyes of the Lord who was obedient to the word of the Lord and 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 came Eve and he was she was also perfect in the eyes of the Lord. She was supposed to be a divine human being. So in them there was no sin until the devil came and whispered words into their ears and they believed what the, the devil said and they began to sin. So it is like that in, in, in our human life today. Children are born. We are all born pure. We are holy. We, we are peaceful. We are loving. Praise God. So another scene that I can make example of, you know, that a child, perhaps, a, a, let me make an example about a white child. He will be born in the world, you know, pure, you know, um, holy, you know, innocent. You know, he is not a racist, but unfortunately, some are born in households where the hatred for other races, black or Indian, whatever, it faces too much, you know, and they will begin, the parents will begin to feed him or her evil from the young age, telling that black people are monkeys and all that nonsense. Praise God. And the child will begin to, 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 to believe that because he's been taught that from a young age and he will grow and do the same thing. And the hatred goes on from generation to generation of that family. Praise God. So this man or this young girl or this young man 
will be corrupted for life because of the foundation of the devil. Because when you teach a child to hate other people based on their color or their culture, you are, you have become the devil. You have become the devil that, that, that whispered on the ears of Eve in the garden, praise God, that, that, that misled Eve, praise God, that deceived Eve, praise God, and Adam in the garden. You are no different. You are being used. You have become an instrument of the devil. So sin in a man originates like that. It comes from through that. So the hatred that we're talking about is darkness. That is the attribute of the devil. Hatred for other people because they are black or white or Chinese or Indian. It, it, it is the root of the evil of the devil and it is the attribute of the devil. Praise mighty Jesus. And we need to get rid of that. No born again Christian would behave in, in, in such a way. I don't care what your parents taught you, but once you once you encounter Jesus, once you encounter Jesus, the new person that is inside begins to see things, begin to see things in a different way altogether. In a different way altogether. So even serial killers, they begin somewhere. They are hatred. Even people with anger, they, they begin somewhere with their hatred. Because men who hate women, they have seen it either in their environment that they grew up in or at home. They have seen men hitting women and it was cool, praise God, for a man to, 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 to demonstrate his power on a helpless woman. So such sickness, such evil, it emanates from somewhere, from somewhere, from somewhere, from somewhere. Glory to Jesus. So we are talking about that today. What is evil? So we know we have answered that question that evil is the opposite of, of, of good. So what is good comes from the Lord. What is evil comes from the devil. So we have talked about those things today. So we've said that these attributes are firstly spiritual, but are manifested by by physically to produce either good or evil thoughts, words and deeds. So evil begins to manifest itself from the evil hearts of mankind due to the fall of our four bears, Adam and Eve. So in, in the book of Ecclesiastes, Chapter 9, verse 3, the hearts of men, moreover, are full of evil. The hearts of men, moreover, are full of evil, especially people without Jesus Christ. Because when the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in you, its duty, your duty is to allow it to lead you, allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. So when the Holy Spirit leads you, it is able to get rid of the hatred that was in your heart. It is able to get rid of that hatred, of that anger, of that bitterness, only if you allow it to lead you. So those who are in Christ, open your heart, allow, let the Holy Spirit lead you. Feed yourself with the Word of God. Let the word of God be a mirror of your life. Look at the word of God and, and, and begin to analyze your spiritual life by looking at the word of God. Let the word of God be a mirror. Allow the word of God to correct you, to rebuke you, to teach you, to mold you, to make you a better person. Allow all these things. 
happen in your life. Don't allow the evil to dwell in your heart. Let us hold it here for today. Uh, let me pray and then I will tell you what we are be looking at tomorrow as we continue this many studies uh, looking at evil. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, O oh Lord, that we are learning every day. We thank you for your word, for it is a lamp unto our feet. In the name of Jesus, Father, open our hearts so that, O oh God, we will not reject the gospel of Christ Jesus, but we will accept it, O oh God, and know in your knowledge, in Jesus' mighty name. Well, uh, tomorrow, before I go, tomorrow, uh, as we continue, we are looking at now the question that says, where did evil originate? So today, we were looking at what is evil. Now, tomorrow, we are asking, where did evil originate? So we will be learning again tomorrow in the name of Jesus. So join me as I will be looking at that tomorrow. Where did evil originate? Right. Tomorrow we'll be looking at that in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, if the Lord allows me to be here tomorrow, I will be here in Jesus' mighty name. Well, have yourself a wonderful day, a blessed day. Until tomorrow, I am Latter Day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Dear Butterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. May the good Almighty God keep you safe. Keep you safe, keep you protected in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Well, bye-bye.